Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Okay, if we're giving random shout-outs to Chicago radio shows, Parkinson Spiegel, obviously the best. <laughs> Afternoons on The Score. My guy Colin Cowherd, this is a national voice with deep connections to USC and Caleb Williams. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. I don't want to live in this world of that being our next three months. Things that I need to get my mind off of Colin Coward's statement. I have a ton of respect for Colin Coward. You buy what Colin Coward is selling? Colin Coward has a tremendous reputation. You know, I respect Colin. He knows people, but there's been nothing from Caleb. Colin Coward. Does Colin Coward have any actual information? Colin is a guy that is connected to a couple of different places. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, Colin. We don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago. Tuesday's the day I like to watch the herd. There's just, you know, engaging guests and really fun days, you know. So that's that's my day to really soak in the herd. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. Well, this will be interesting and a personal thrill. Colin Cowherd is with us. On the hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois. He's been programming Chicago Sports Talk. We appreciate <laughs> we appreciate the content gift, sir, for the last 24 hours. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're, we're, we're doing well, Colin. Colin, of course, the herd with Colin Cowherd, the volume. All right, can you clear it up for us? What, what was, yeah, opi- what, what, what was so opinion? Listen, what was fact? Well, I mean, we all, you know, you guys are on probably four hours a day. Well, how long are you on a day? Four yep. or something yeah, like that? Four, yeah. four yeah, hours a day. I'm rambling for three. And so I was told, um, you know, after the, the, Caleb knows he's going to be the number one pick. He, he, like everybody knows it. Like it's done. Um, the, all the exact, I mean, everybody knew two years before Andrew Luck. They knew when he was a sophomore. You know, he's Trevor Lawrence. Two years when he won the Natty as a freshman. Everybody knew Caleb's going to be the number one guy. It's not close. He's a significantly better prospect than Drake May. And he knows it. And he's got a lot of self-awareness. Um, Caleb hides from people. Like, he's not going to the Super Bowl. He doesn't want to go to this stuff. He's not going out. He sits in his apartment. Like, he's a good kid. But there's a lot surrounding him. Thank God he's in L.A. where he can get lost. But he's his dad, though, is a big personality, strong opinions. Don't know him. Met him once. And I was told about, I don't know, if it was eight, nine weeks ago, like, there were some real misgivings about Chicago and Jesus, Justin Fields can't win games and he's super talented. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff about that. And so when I was talking on the show yesterday um, and an addendum, by the way, I was told 15 minutes ago 
that five NFL teams have called USC to do a background check on Caleb, and they're going to offer the Bears packages to get the number one pick. So, <laughs> you heard you heard that 15 minutes ago. 15 minutes ago, from somebody I trust, that USC has been called by uh, just shy of a half a dozen teams doing background checks. Caleb Williams is going to get Chicago could keep Fields go to number two, go to number. I, I wasn't told who made the calls. Okay. I was told there's going to be offers for that number one pick. That's how good Caleb is. So you could keep Justin Fields. I wouldn't, but you could, you could move down a few spots, but I've been told this is a better prospect significantly than Andrew Luck by three executives, two with rings. He's really special. Yes. And what I generally do with my sources, I call GMs that don't need the player in question. So I'm calling GMs that don't need a quarterback. So I'm not getting, you know, I'm not getting misinformation. You know, well, I, I called two GMs last year or the year before on Kenny Pickett a couple of years ago. They had quarterbacks. And they both said he's a third-round grade, but the Steelers need a quarterback. Well, we were right. He's not very good, right? So um, I've a lot of my sources on Caleb are teams that don't need quarterbacks. So I feel like I had a more honest opinion. He is viewed as above Mahomes at this point. Now that doesn't mean he's going to get Andy Reid as a coach, but so anyway, I was told eight, nine weeks ago, there were a lot of concerns about Chicago's mess. We don't know if Eberflus is the guy. We don't know if Ryan's the guy. We don't know about the ownership group. There's been questions where they're going to play Detroit and green Bay are stacked rosters. Kevin O'Connell's a brilliant, brilliant guy. Wait until he gets his quarterback. And there was just a lot of concerns. Now, my guess is that probably mostly came from the dad side because Caleb just hides. Great kid hides. But then when I talked yesterday about, and I said what I said, somebody reached out very close to Caleb and said, that's a little hot. We don't, we're not anti-Chicago. Caleb wants a big, aggressive, passionate city. Like he does not want to go to a Sunbelt team that tarps off the upper deck. He <laughs> wants he wants a big, loud, crazy, passionate, all-in city. So let's back and up that, for a second, Colin. That's incredible stuff. And if I got that information or you had that information eight weeks ago or yeah. whatever, my God, I'd be tempted to like use it or form a take around it or whatever. Why did it come out yesterday? Was it just the happenstance of being in the middle of a segment and, and you keep talking? Like why did it come out well, yesterday? Well, first of all, I had said about eight, nine weeks ago, and again, yesterday it wasn't a segment. I just, it was, I think it was a herd line news and I said something. But one of the things I had said is don't be surprised if teams don't make an offer to Chicago. And the reason I didn't form a big opinion is because when I had heard it eight or nine weeks ago, it was right after the season. Remember when the story came out? I think it was right after the season when it was like Caleb's dad. He wants to restructure contracts. Mm -hmm. They don't want it. And I made one call, and it was like, that's nonsense. So, and then it was around that call, that time, that I heard, like, you know, they got some misgivings about Chicago. This, it's, is Flu's going to be there? It, I'm not sure if we knew at the time. I think we did. We may not have. So I got a lot of different things at the time. And I think I may have mentioned it. There's some concerns. And then I didn't form anything on it because it was just sort of a, yeah, kind of a feeling. And so yesterday when I said it, I said, yeah, kind of, there's a little anti-Chicago. And it may have been too hot, 
because they don't want to be painted as that. Caleb doesn't want to be a villain. He, 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 like he's, he knows there's no perfect spot to land. And so they were selling me last night, hey, there's a lot of good things about Chicago. Yeah, I was also told nine weeks ago, they got concerns about Chicago. I think both are true. Mm-hmm. There's nothing definitive. There is no perfect spot. I mean, seriously, did we think Houston would work out like that? No, there's, def- there's definitely no perfect spot. I've actually been making the case, though, Colin, that Chicago's a better spot for number one picks than any in recent history because they weren't the worst team in the NFL. They got gifted the pick. They have DJ Moore. They've got t- 10 cap space. They have the ninth pick overall. They've got a top 10 pick at right and tackle. Caleb, yeah, that's what Caleb's people said last night. They're like, it looks like Houston. It's kind of the – now, what I said to them was, well, yes, but what I think people are forgetting is D'Amico Ryans has a long runway to coach. If Eberflus goes one and four, he's in trouble. Yes. They could flush out the entire – this is what makes this job a bad job to me, a bad space. People say, what about Washington? Dan Quinn's got a four-year runway. What about Houston? D'Amico Ryans has a runway. If Eberflus has a bad September, Caleb's on his second staff by year two, maybe by Thanksgiving. That's not good. In the history of the NFL, name the quarterbacks whose first coach was a disaster and they went on to riches. Yeah, no, we've, well, t- we've talked about Justin Herbert's about to happen right now with Jim Harbaugh. It'll be his right. third coach. And, by the way, and and that's right. It is that, that and, and it's taken, by the way, like four years or three years to get it right. This appears to be a very rare situation where finally the Chargers, after butchering the first two hires, get it right. right. It does appear like that. And you're right. That's a great comp. Are the Bears going to hire? Like, I'll, I'll throw a name out to you. I think Vrabel pulled himself out after the Chargers weren't interested. I think Vrabel said next year there's going to be seven quarterbacks available potentially, and one of them could be Caleb. And it, I think Vrabel next year is going to enter. Philadelphia, Dallas, both could have new coaches. Buffalo, sorry, you can't keep losing home playoff games as a favorite with Josh Allen. Um, Derek Carr, uh, Dak Prescott. So next year, there's six, seven up to Trevor Lawrence. What if Doug Peterson can't turn that around? He's out. Yeah, so I, think Caleb if Caleb is, I think if Caleb is as good as he is, the Bears' job will be attractive, and he'll either make Iberflus win or he'll make someone else win. What we're trying to figure out is if we're going to be faced with a situation that was Elway or Eli. No, and- no, 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 no. So I was, told, I was told last night, Caleb does not want to be a villain. He, he doesn't want to be a villain. He knows there's no perfect landing spot. The concerns I was told eight, nine weeks ago, I'm not backtracking. They're real. Right, but if the Bears want to draft Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams is fine being a Bear? Yes, he won't pull. He won't. I, if I was his agent, I would, I would, I think I would voice concerns about, I don't have the confidence Chicago talk show hosts have about Chicago. They've had one winning season in 11 years. They haven't had a top 15 offense in a decade in a league that's trying to create parity, they break the system. 
They've never had a great quarterback. Jay Cutler, I think, is your all-time leader. He'd be like the Packers' fourth-best quarterback. There's no disputing and, any of that. But that was yeah. true about the Bengals before Burrow, and it no, was no, no, true no, 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 It no, was no, true no, on some no, level no, about no. Kansas City they had before Carson Mahomes. Palmer and Boomer. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, but they, they were thought Boomer, to be a mess. Esiason. Mm. Boomer Esiason, MVP. Carson Palmer, right. great. Uh, Kenny Anderson. They had hit – they had had – very good offenses and very robust quarterback play. The Bears have never had a great quarterback. Now we know ever. we know that, but 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 you know the current situation with the Bears it it is it is a good one. I'm curious if like it, do yeah, you, I dispute that? I don't think it's a good one. Oh oh, but but they have a really good number one wide receiver. They have a growing offensive yeah. line. Um, they've okay. got a really yeah. good, a really good offensive coaching staff that they just hired. Uh, oh wait, time out. Let's let's slow down. That staff gets blown out if they don't win 10 games next year. I don't necessarily agree yeah. with that. Well, what, what do you think the next coach is going to keep them? Nobody does that. No, but it, they, they could promote the offensive coordinator or promote Thomas Brown, who was an assistant and head so coach under McVay. there's another unproven coordinator as a head coach. That's the answer? That that definitely – listen, I wanted them to fire Matt Eberflus and hire Jim Harbaugh or hire Ben Johnson so ask, that they would – Ask yourself this. Yeah. Ask yourself this. In 2021 – 12 wins by offensive coaches in the playoffs. One playoff win by a defensive coach. In 2022, yeah. 12 playoff wins by offensive coaches. One by defensive coaches. Andy Reid, Shanahan, either wins. This year, 9-4. and four. Defensive coaches aren't winning. The last 10 coaches in the Super Bowl all offensive. You have the only defensive coach in the lame duck season in the division. Lafleur's excellent. Kevin O'Connell's excellent. Look at this league right now. Reed, Jim Harbaugh, McVay, Shanahan, Peyton, Stefanski, Shane Steichen, Mike McDaniel, Matt LaFleur. These are elite offensive coaches who are taking backups in some cases to the playoffs. Matt LaFleur is 10 and 28 with Justin Herbert. He's 3 and 12 in division. Mm -hmm. We don't know if your president's good. Your GM could be. Your coach on the hot seat. You can't win in division. The, the Packers and Lions are stacked offensive teams in an offensive league. The Bears are still celebrating the 85 Bears at games. <laughs> they're, 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 you, you are preaching to the choir on the offensive coach v. defensive coach, and you are preaching to the choir on serious questions about Eberflus. I, all I want to know is that Caleb Williams, if they draft him, is willing to come here. And, yeah, and, and, and yeah, McIntyre yeah. said yesterday, Colin, when you were doing that, because we played the audio – he was like, you're sitting on stuff. And people want to be I, like, you're a hot take guy. You're just doing this for attention. Yeah. And I'm like, Colin knows everyone in the league. He knows USC. He's at the games. So I immediately gave that credence, and it was informed. And when McIntyre said you were sitting on stuff, I was like, oh, God, what else are you sitting on from, <laughs> from Caleb's camp that we don't know? So please let me sleep at night and tell me what you were sitting on. How about that? Yeah. So, no, I mean, he said I was sleeping on stuff. And I said, well, yeah, I don't. Guys, you do this, I do this. I don't report everything I know. Of course. You don't report. I have, sort, I, have a, I have a friend right now. Like, for instance, when Tom Telesco got the job um, with the Raiders, he had it 36 hours before. Tom's my friend. I'm not going to put that out there. He, he asked me, I'm going to call me, he said, I'm going to take the job. I wasn't going to, I would have broken the story. I didn't break the story because Tom's a friend. He had a family. He had people to tell. When, you know, when, I, when I broke the story on Brady to the Buccaneers, 
I had to go through it for 10 minutes. I went with that because it was a very trusted friend, and he told me I could go for it. But you guys, I mean, I have a story right now I'm sitting on. Yep. Why? Because I don't want to burn a source. So we all have, you know, you, you accumulate no more bees with honey than vinegar, okay? I don't report everything I know on Caleb. When the stuff came out about Caleb, um, uh, what was the, you know, the stuff came up about his dad's going to break, break this and that, I, I went on and said, nonsense there's been so much like that he wants that he wants equity in a team that- I, I downplayed all of that right okay but i was told after the season there's stuff that worries him he's the best prospect since elway yes yes he's worried they have the only defensive coach in the division the roster's got a great a bona fide number one he likes the deep i was told last night chicago's a big loud pressurized city loves that jordan bulls he likes that I was told he thinks the defense is really good. He doesn't have to win by shootout. He loves DJ Moore. He thinks the O-line is better than people think. He doesn't think it's a disaster, but yes. And, and I said this to somebody. If Caleb was your son and he was the number one lawyer or whatever, he was the number one tech guy or whatever in the market, and he had to go, right? He didn't have choices. He had, he had limited. Wouldn't you be like, yeah, this company doesn't win a lot. Absolutely. Company- We've talked about that kind of thing for a lot of years, like the player empowerment and the NFL being the NFL draft being something that isn't fair makes all the sense. I, I think, Colin, this kind of conversation is incredibly valuable for our listeners and yours and your viewers in terms of media literacy, because you know stuff. We get told stuff and then you use it or you don't use it and things like that. And people don't understand. So this is helpful. You do know stuff about Caleb. So we we understand do you ever consider prefacing a take with this is just me speculating or oh i say say literally every yeah i mean guys one of the things yeah i mean listen (laughs) i work at a company that got sued for billions of dollars for questioning (laughs) voting so (laughs) (laughs) i'm very and i i'm very aware of i say this all the time and, and one of the reasons my show works on radio and tv and simulcast mostly don't with sports radio but I'm always really proud that I'm doing a three-hour radio show on TV. PTI is a huge hit. I'm six times longer. I'm doing a solo show. So I always say, I'm, I'm Steph Curry. I miss shots. I, this is a, I'm not like Jay Glazer with a 90-second Sunday report where I have to get every word right or Tom Rinaldi with an essay. I'm shooting shots. I try to preface stuff constantly. I'll say, this is my opinion or I've been told this. I don't know. Very rarely do I say definitively blank, blank, blank. And when I get it, I say it. I said this morning as I did this rant, I said, guys, I got a call from Caleb's camp. And they went, Colin, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't hate Chicago because Caleb doesn't watch any of this stuff or listen. But Caleb was told by his cousins or buddies, oh, coward said you. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I think we texted the clip to Carl Williams, Colin. Because we're trying to get him on. We're like, what the hell's going on? Are you not coming to Chicago? And he's like, talk to our publicist. <laughs> so his dad, I think, runs a little – he's a big personality. Caleb's not a big personality. He's just a great kid. Really self-aware, bright kid, really emotional, all about winning. But I, I think sometimes the quarterback dad thing, they can run hot. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm not denying or backpedaling at all. There were some concerns I was told eight, nine weeks ago. Like, hell, man, it's, this has got to work. That probably mostly came from what I was hearing from maybe a dad side of it, and maybe I was too hot on it yesterday. But that's why today I came out and said, hey, 
I mean, you know, they call. I try to give people the latest information I have. Like, Danny, one of the things I think you and I talked about once off the air is that I've never understood the premise that you shouldn't flip-flop. And I always say this. If you were going to get on a flight and the pilot said, listen, we got new information. We're not going to take off for 15 minutes because I don't want to go straight up into a lightning storm. Would you be like, nope, I want the initial radar yesterday, and we're going to stick with it. If you went to a hospital and they came in and said, listen, your surgery with your eight-year-old daughter, we're going to try something here because we've got new information. Would you say, nope, just stick with what you're going to do? We live in a new information society. So when I get it, I give it to the audience. But but I have to fill three hours a day, and if I have information, I say, this is what I think. Yeah. Sometimes people react to what I say and say, hey, Colin, can you kind of sandpaper it a little bit? That can't. And I'm like, okay, and then I'll give you that information. I'm never somebody afraid to go, hey, here's the latest thing I have. It, it's, it's, I said this yesterday. I still believe this. Here's what, here's what I have today. I don't think that's backpedaling. It's just new information. And I said this today, like um, not to eat up your show, by the way. I'm eating up your – you have commercials. I'm sorry. I apologize to your advertisers. You're, please. Please don't apologize to okay. them. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. I'll accept so the apology said, on their behalf. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> So I said this today on my show. I said the reason the Niners keep ending up in NFC championships with different quarterbacks is because they're never concerned about being right. They're concerned about getting it right. So Garoppolo, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, if Purdy sucks in the Super Bowl, they'll draft another quarterback. The Giants are trying to be right. So they double down on a quarterback they reach for. Programs, a complete franchise, abyss. I am a believer in, I tell you what I know. People react to what I know and what I say. I have no problem going, hey, I'm going to do more homework on that, or I got new information. What I was told nine weeks ago was there was concerns about Chicago. I think over time, Caleb's done a lot of homework. They're trying to be more reasonable, and he does not want to – he's not comfortable being a villain. It's not who he is. But this stuff's fluid. Information's fluid. It, it's and by the way, I still have a show to do. You still have a show to do. I've had people call. I've never had anybody call and yell at me a source, but I had a source last year on something completely whiff, and I said, "Yeah, well, I whiffed on that." I haven't had that happen to me a lot, but uh, I'm not bad. Nine weeks ago, I think there was real concern about Chicago in that camp, and I think now they just don't want to be painted as we hate Chicago. They, well, they 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 see it. They see an avenue with Chicago. It looks like Houston, but I would argue that Detroit and Green Bay are better than people in Houston's division. I think Green Bay and Detroit are stacked rosters. Well, next time you talk to him, tell him that Burrow and Lawrence and Luck all walked into the worst team in the league when they drafted him. He's walking into a seven-win team in the easier conference yeah. for an iconic franchise that reveres the 85 Bears that's never had a 4,000-yard passer, never had a 30-touchdown quarterback, and he immediately becomes the best quarterback in franchise history, and he will own the best city in the world if he's even half the quarterback he's supposed to be. Will you tell them that for me, we, Colin? I, I, well, I, I, you know, I just was on the phone earlier today after my show with one of Caleb's people, and so... You know, he, he this thing is he's kind of taking a life of its own. He doesn't care. He doesn't stay on. He's off Twitter. He when he posts something, somebody on his small he doesn't have an entourage. His small team does, but it's 
listen, we got until April, what is it, 24th? When's the draft? April 24th? Yeah, it's the third week of April. This I will tell you. The Bears will get multiple calls for the pick. Sure. That I will definitively, (laughs) absolutely say right now. They will get calls multiple for that pick. Do not be surprised if it's not at least five. Uh, No doubt, especially because they've got Fields as an option and all the other quarterbacks. So as we live with this up until then, I'm trying to figure it out. Do we think that was it Caleb with the concerns? Was it the dad with the concerns? Is Caleb less concerned? Is his dad less concerned? Do we have to worry about his dad strong arming the situation and creating an Eli uh, situation? Well, like, can you clear no, any of that up for us? Yeah, Caleb controls. Caleb's going to do what Caleb wants to. He's very strong, right? Like, Caleb's not going to let anybody control him. Dads are dads. I, do I believe the concerns are more heated from his dad's side? Yeah, yeah. But it's also Caleb's career, and there are no there are no reboots very rarely in this league. But I was told today when I asked him, he, he said he, he's not going to do an Elway. He just doesn't. That's not what he, they're not redoing the league structure. He doesn't want to pull an Elway if they draft him. He's he's going to go. But I don't think. I I don't think I, you know, I think you guys view Chicago as a much better landing spot than I do and people around the league do because I think if Eberflus gets off to a bad start in an offensive league, I think the staff gets blown out. They can say they won't, but one in six in Chicago talk radio, you're done. I think that's definitely possible. And I like, listen, listen, man, I want Caleb to save the bears from themselves. That's what I, that's what I am rooting for. Like like Burrow saved the Bengals from being the Bungles. That is the rooting interest here, at least from this talk show host. Yeah, I think I think he's good enough to do it. Um, I think the only thing you and I disagree with, I don't think the situation's as good as you view it. I I think it's hard to have one winning season in eleven years in the NFL. That is hard. It really is hard to that because that means you're going to have multiple chances at a quarterback and multiple chances with a coach. You'd think you'd nail a few. Trust right? me. Like, Tr- trust me. We've been living it. Yeah, you'd, th- you'd think you'd nail, we'd nail more of a few. They should have drafted Mahomes. They drafted Trubisky. Uh, I got one more thing to say to you, Colin Coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for wanting to hire yeah. me three years ago. That was a big deal to me. Thank you, sir. Uh, you know, I did. Uh, I, I think I offered you, didn't I? Yeah, no, you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why I said don't have to apologize to advertisers (laughs) or bosses or anything like that or else, you know, we'd still be doing stuff. That's all I'm saying. Well, just because I offered once doesn't mean I won't offer twice. That's all I'm saying. Hey, 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 Colin, um, I remember once when I was working for Sporting News Radio and I was living in Los Angeles, I was walking my dog listening to you on the radio. And you made an analogy about getting called up to the big leagues. And you were at ESPN Radio at the time. And you said, you know, if you work for Sporting News Radio, you want to get the call to ESPN Radio. And I I wanted to punch you in the mouth through the radio at the time, sir. But I don't don't now. now Now you're in Chicago, and you've done well. It's, by the way, I, I'm not trying to be glib. The Sporting News Radio still exists. Uh, it has been in decay. Uh, I believe it's something. It became Yahoo Sports Radio and then SB Nation Radio. So the answer is no. It might <laughs> in some form or fashion. Sounds like the answer is no. But we deserved the shot at the time, I'll admit. Colin, thank you for the time today. Thank you, sir.
All right, guys. Take care. Have a good weekend. That's Colin Cowherd of The Volume and Fox Sports 1. Let's react to that, you and I, shall we? Sounds like a good thing to do. 312-644-6767. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Honored to be on their show earlier today. Danny and Matt doing an excellent job interviewing people. Afternoons on the score. All right, well, that was interesting on a number of levels. Text line, Twitch, Twitter, all fairly polarizing. I think it's pretty clear that he is connected to the Caleb Williams world and is not just throwing things out there, which was the allegation of so many people, media, fans, bloggers. Like that was the that was the thing that pissed me off the most yesterday. We were getting hit with you guys used an hour of your radio show uh, to, react to react to something that Colin Coward said about Caleb Williams and the Bears. Yeah. I think it's un- yeah. It's undoubtedly <laughs> the number one thing that we just accomplished, I hope, is proving to the listeners that there is a connection there. He is a USC booster, basically, who has talked to people and does talk to people and got that eight or nine weeks ago from somebody. From who is vague? I tried to pin it down towards the end. But that number one thing to establish is that he is connected and there is info. And, of, of course, there are different thoughts within uh, a player and, uh, you know, a player who sometimes talks or doesn't. What did he reference? His his manager, his trainer as part of the USC staff, and his dad? He referenced, like, three people uh, adjacent who may have told him things. So I think that that was the number one thing that was necessary to get out there for the credibility of the person that we are talking to and to split between what your feelings are of Colin Cowherd, the talk show host and opinionist, versus his authority as someone who knows things about this subject. The other thing, he doesn't want to pull an Elway. If they draft him, he's going to go. End quote. That that's the headline. Yeah, but I don't know how definitively I believe that necessarily. He, because he, because there's there's I I I, I don't know. Well, it, but that, th- that that's what he said here. That's that what he that's what he said. That he didn't say on his show. Right. And he said that he talked to someone in their camp that told him that. That's true. That's true. So, who, so whoever that was who talked to him if, last if night, if that source is accurate, <clears throat> uh-huh. it's. But but here's here's the thing. Obviously, that, that could change between now and then. They could get blown away with the trade off or all that stuff. Of course, there, there there's a point I, that I really want to want to make sure we understand. I think and I think we do. His dad has helped slash controlled slash enabled Caleb's life and career for a long, long time. And if you read the chapter in Quarterback Dads, Teddy Greenstein's book. It has been a partnership since Caleb was 10 to be the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. And they've worked on all this together. The dad has a ton of power. Does he have as much power as he thinks, as he wants? I don't know. And I don't think Colin knows either. I think when he would talk about it, he's understanding that that dynamic is what has to be worked out here. I'm reminded, of course, of Lonzo Ball and LaMelo Ball and those guys 
eventually rose up and took control of their own career. I'm also reminded of a million other people who did not. Todd Marinovich did not rise up and take control of his own career. Who knows what the hell's going to happen, even up to draft day, with his dad trying to wield power that may be different from what the son feels. That is, that's the human dynamic that Colin doesn't know all the bits and pieces about, of course, but he knows it's the issue. So that's that's why, I mean, this is going to be interesting and kind of wild for a couple of months. A very important thing that I think is being missed here. Okay. Just because Caleb allegedly reportedly says that he doesn't want to pull an Elway and reset the league and he will come to Chicago if he's drafted here, doesn't mean he wants to. Just because he will come here, that's why we mute the phone lines, by the way, entire staff. Just because he wants to come here, or, or will come here doesn't mean he wants to. I don't want someone who's not all in on Chicago. And it, it, regardless, like, we can play the telephone game. That, and it, but, it may start somewhere, and then the story gets mixed along by the time Colin gets here. But you're playing it because that's what the interview is for. Ryan Poles has to find out that exact thing. Is he all in? Because maybe he is all in, and he doesn't care, and he's great. He's like, yeah, Chicago's great, especially once he talks with them. And it's the dad who isn't. You know what I mean? We don't know exactly who it is. That's exactly right. We don't know. And eight or nine weeks ago, to use Collins' words, does that line up with basically when the Bears got the number one pick? Yeah. Basically? basically. right? They, they got locked into the number one pick in what, week 16? 16 or 17, I think, officially. 16 de facto, 17 officially. Right. So that week 16, 17, 18, wild card, division, Championship Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is the week between. So this is this is seven weeks from when they got locked in to that pick. So and, he's obviously estimating his timeline of, of when he heard that. But they also the Bears were the odds-on favorite for weeks and weeks before they got locked in to getting the number one overall pick. So and what been like? Wait, I'm looking it up. I'm looking up Bears. I'm googling Bears quarterback. Oh man, and, you know what? You don't have is. to go back that far. Collins going back that far for fun, and I dispute some of the things about going back that far because regimes change and 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 bosses change and circumstances change. But well, there are a lot of people that believe the Bears will never have a good quarterback because it's the Bears. But all you got to do is live in the present, man. We know tons of people who believe that Justin Fields has been done wrong. Tons of yes. people believe it. You think, I mean, I believe he's been done wrong. You think Cam Newton and Caleb Williams have never interacted? We know how Cam Newton feels. He's right. vocal. You think Caleb Williams has never heard what Cam Newton has had to say about the Bears? No, it's a great point. And, and, like, all these people that are voicing it out there, these former players and some current players, and he's, here's the Bears players themselves. Caleb, uh, you know, understandably from the outside, probably thinks that, you know, or might think that Justin Fields has been done wrong. You got to explain everything to him. All right, let's take some calls. 312 644 6767. Garrett in the South Burbs is on Parkinson Spiegel. Garrett, congrats. You get to follow Colin Cowherd. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I've heard, I heard the interview, and uh, good afternoon, fellas. I've heard the interview, and I, what I have to say is this I know Danny wants Caleb here. I've heard it for weeks and weeks and weeks how bad you would like to have Caleb Williams be in Chicago as a quarterback. I'm of the alternative. I hope Caleb doesn't want to come to Chicago. And here's my reason why. My reason why is because, as Colin said, we do have a pension for not doing well with the quarterback position. I've been a Bears fan ever since 1972. And I've never seen 
a real good quarterback in my lifetime for the Chicago Bears. Now, do I think Caleb has the potential? Yes. But I also think that uh, Justin has the potential given the right circumstances. So I would rather see Justin have an opportunity to be the quarterback that he could be as opposed to going out and get a rookie and going through the same situation but, all but, over again. But, but, but your historical cynicism based on, on your life since 1972 should affect Justin the same as it affects Caleb, right? I mean that like it's, it's so with all due respect, Garrett, the historical cynicism it's not as relevant as you think it is. It's just not. Regimes change. Ryan Poles is different. These coaches are different. Like unless you believe that the logo and the laundry and the stadium and the practice facility are cursed, uh-huh. then it is irrelevant. Right. It's just not as relevant as you think. And now, so then it comes down to the current regime and the current coaches, and it comes down to the difference between Caleb and Justin as players. And listen, Colin's point about, hey, Eberflus, lame duck coach, staff could be blown out multiple systems in multiple years. You know that you work every day with someone for four hours that shares that exact fear, which is why, given that they got the number one pick, I thought they had to fire Eberflus. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't dismiss that as a potential serious impediment to developing and hitting on this quarterback. You can say continuity, leadership, culture, seven wins. It's not just the quarterback. You can make the case as you have, but, like, that is a real Concern absolutely, and, it, so and like if Caleb has that concern, understandable. It is of course understandable, and, and he probably would want to meet Matt Eberflus. Absolutely, and so he, <laughs> and he will. So he needs to meet Matt yes. Eberflus. He needs to meet Shane Waldron. He needs to meet Thomas Brown. He needs to meet Kerry Joseph. And like, hey, by the way, you're coming into a really good spot. These people know what they're doing. We're really looking forward to working with you. Ask them anything you want. You know, it's so you, you, you are providing a better nest than he realizes. And it's your job to tell him, look, man, I totally concede. Every time we have that conversation, ideally you're better off with an offensive coach. hundred percent. I completely concede that that's not who you have right now. And they decided, and I can, I understand it, not worth firing Eberflus to facilitate that. And on that, we disagree. If it costs him Caleb. I will disagree louder than I've ever disagreed with anything before. Understandable. More reaction coming. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Twitch and YouTube wants to see Whitey. Come on over here, Whitey. Say hello. What's up, Wendy City? Afternoons on the score. I wanted to punch you in the mouth <laughs> through the radio at the time, sir. Yeah, was that cool to be able to say to Colin Cowherd? It was amazing. I, I forgot about that. I've told you that story yeah, before, of course. Yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like literally two hours after my shift at Sporting News Radio. I got that guy telling me, if you're at Sporting News Radio, you're waiting for the call up. I'm like, oh, God, he's right. That sucks. All right. Well, I'll do a good show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And listen, man, oh, I mean, I, man. I, you you guys were all working. I was working with you when, when that thing happened. Volume just turned three. Yeah. Uh, two days ago, three days ago. Well, it was supposed to be one of his first hires, and then it it, it didn't happen. Big, what happened specifically? Big I things coming. I can't say all of the specifics, but because big things still could be coming. As Shane. you just heard from Colin, he said, "I offered you once. Nothing says I can't offer you again." Damn straight. But no, I mean, listen. It's one of the great, devastating moments of my career to not being able to take that job as uh, an and with this job, 
And it's the fifth star on the Chicago flag. It's the fire, Fort Dearborn, the Great Exposition, the World's Fair, <laughs> the hot dog, and Danny not going to volume. <laughs> I wanted to do it with this job. Is that job. more than five? It was supposed to be with, and then it wasn't. That was the eight, fifth. Okay. Be, that was the fifth one. I, the sixth is is Manny's, right? <laughs> it's no, for it's Manny. golden shoes. Uh, <laughs> uh, golden, golden, golden. I mean, the guy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, which call should we take here, Shane? Uh, Always go to Shad. Always default to Shad if he's on hold. All right, Shad. Wow, look at that. That's a great endorsement from Shane. Yeah. Congrats, Shad. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I was cleaning up these red flags in my car. Hey, Shane, how you doing, man? <laughs> hey, a lot of red flags is what you're saying. Go on. Yeah. Man, man, look, the, the one hope I got for you, bro, is the thing you ended your, your spot with Kyle Hurd with was in terms of pitching Caleb, his dream of being the greatest quarterback of all time, and that's winning the Super Bowl here and being the reason for it. That's his only hope. But too many red flags, bro. I'm already moved on. We got to. Got to. In your bones, if you're a Bear fan, there's nothing about right now in this moment that you could say honestly. I want that guy leading my team next year. You can't feel that way. And if, if We don't know that he feels how, that way, Shot. Well, it might no, just no, no, be no, his listen. controlling dad, well, man. You don't know. Well, Speeds, well, my thing is this. Before you know someone, what do you know? The representation, right? When you go out to your club, right, how do you pick the bars and the spots and event shows that you go? It's the presentation, the aesthetic. You can see yourself there. When you put, when you put the vision of Caleb as a quarterback in the Bears, most of the fans right now don't feel like they can support that. Not mm-hmm. to say that they haven't met this guy. They can't be won over. This fan base knows what they want out of a quarterback to win the Super Bowl for them. Justin tucks enough marks for people to give every excuse in a book until they can't. Same thing that happened with Jay Cutler. So what I'm saying is the only hope that this Bear fan Civil War is going to have is if this guy's hope is to win a Super Bowl here, and that would justify his claim to being the greatest of all time. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Speed. Say, red flag cleanup on you, man. Get out of here, Sean. Thank, Thank you, Thank you. Have you, a good weekend. You know what it reminds me of? When Derrick Rose, as he's talking, when Derrick Rose got to the Bulls and it was all about Reggie Rose, it was all about his brother, it was all about, you know, the representation. Like, oh, do we know Derrick? Do we get to know Derrick? I mean, turning pro could be a a changing point in this kid's life where he frees himself from a controlling dad in, in some ways that he hasn't been able to do. Or he might not. Like that relationship, you got to get inside that relationship. In your interview process, in your investigative process, you got to know exactly what you're dealing with. And, man, it, it, it's confusing. I, I, I want to say one thing. Sure. Eight or nine weeks ago, when Colin Coward got the info, and we don't know who it was from, that he was a little worried about the Bears, was during the Bears' bye week. That would have been December 1st, was nine weeks ago. And December 10th was the next game. So it was then that they came back, beat Detroit, lost to Cleveland, beat Arizona, beat Atlanta, lost to Green Bay. So at that time, Justin and the Bears had just beaten the Vikings 12-10. So that doesn't have some of the info about how well the defense played, how well the team played. And how poorly Justin played in some of those games, if Caleb is can see it. So, it's uh, just an interesting timestamp there. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an up-and-down, inconsistent season. Sure was. So, whenever you took a snapshot of it, it's been very different depending on when you really did the deep dive. Mike is on the score. What up, Mike? What's up, fellas? Hey, I'm talking. I'm going back to a little bit about what Shane said earlier. Do you think, uh, this question for you guys, if you, if any of the people – 
that the Bears drafted last year that those people were like, yes, I'm in the NFL, or you think they were like, yes, I'm on the Bears? I don't think anybody was that was their first choice or where they wanted to be. It's an, uh, it's an interesting question. You yeah, don't, the, the, you don't the, get to make the choice for the most part. Right, exactly. That's the difference. C- Caleb is in a different situation than Darnell Wright is in. Darnell Wright is competing against who are those tackles that we were? Uh, Broderick Jones, who went to the Steelers. I, 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 who, help me out. Whoever those guys were, like, it, you know what I mean? It was, it was like four different guys, and none of them were going to be top five picks. And we were li- li- talking about all the names. And was it Dewan Jones, Big Thanos? Yeah, one of those yeah, guys yeah, 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 exactly. So like those guys are just like. Pick me. Yay. Pick me. Pick me. Pick Yay. me. Pick me. Yay, I have a team now. Give me it, the hat. It's more money. It's more millions. It's whatever. Right. They don't have that kind of leverage. Caleb has that power. He's made more money. He's been better. He's going number one. He he has more leverage than basically everybody else has. Yeah. Jim, Lake in the Hills on the score. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, guys. Uh, look, enjoy the show. Not calling to argue. Just wanted to ask a question that I, I've been pondering. You know, I listen to, and I know that these kind of stories drive ratings, and that's cool. And like that cowherd um, segment was good. It's just like, do people really care this deeply about the inner workings of what happens with, like, what's going on in that kid's life right now? To where you guys, it's like the littlest thing. It just gets beat over a head. And like, I I love your guys' show. It's all good. But is that really what it is, or, do you, or did, is it the ratings that push you guys to just continually talk and talk and talk? I just can't believe people care this deeply. I, think about, people... I mean, I've heard people use the words devastated <laughs> and crushed, and it's just like, wow. <laughs> that, okay. that sounds like, like something I would say. Cool. I, I, like, I'm a big, big sports fan. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? But at, at a, it, but I just at that point, I'm, I'm 47 now, and it's like yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan still, but not like I was where I would be, use those words or like – be so sad anymore but like i get it i'm just more curious if it's like the ratings thing no no let me uh, fair question very very fair question let me respond since you're closer to my age um you know or i'm closer to yours or whatever i i I think we know now that the stuff bucket for a quarterback is number one in terms of predicting future success and you don't know it and when you're scouting, it's just really hard to know. And we also coincidentally know that Justin Fields' stuff bucket is overflowing in terms of who he is as a person. And we don't know that stuff about Caleb. So I think it's legitimately interesting and massively important, all these details about his life. I got to say. Also, the Bears are the one thing in the city that all sports fans care about. You don't all care about the Bulls. You don't all care about the Cubs. You don't all care about the White Sox. So they are the great unifying force. None of the other teams are good. And the Bears have the number one pick in a massively fascinating draft. And it is quarterback. So, yeah, part of it is that this it is the biggest story in town. That the, the team that the most people care about has the number one yeah. pick in a celebrity quarterback draft. Yeah. So, like. It, it is also good business for us to talk about the Bears drafting number one. But if he wa- if Caleb Williams had the personality of Trevor Lawrence and like, there was no – it was just like – Or a, Justin Fields. Yeah, but, hey, I, but I, I'm, just using, he, I, I'm just using him as the number one pick in the draft. Like, sure. There wasn't much controversy. He was basically getting married to his high school sweetheart. He was real quiet. It was like there was no, there was no fanfare about any of that. You know what I mean? Right. We, we'd still be talking about – 
Trevor Lawrence is about to be a bear and the Bears are about to draft a quarterback with the number one overall pick damn near every day. We wouldn't we probably wouldn't be digging into little personal things about his life like this, though, because as Rashad was just saying, he had to clean up the red flags in his car. You know, there are there's there's stuff out there that demands investigation. All right, We have a lot of things that we were going to do that we haven't. We have people who actually played with Caleb. We have Theo Epstein with a new job. We have Jim Harbaugh stuff. We're going to have a lot of crack slippers today. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.